Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a, another episode of the greatest podcast in the world, the Marxism <laughs> Podcast. And I, of course, am Mark Jarrett. And today, um, I don't have Elon Musk smoking weed on my podcast today, <laughs> but I do have an engineer, and his name is Kai Thielen. However, he, we will not be talking about engineering. We are talking about Venezuela, because that is where Kai is from. And of course, that is a country that is going through a lot yeah. of turmoil and a country that I've wanted to talk about for a long time. So, Kai, mm -hmm. welcome to the show, man. Hey, man, th thanks for having me. Uh, I, I love how you started with Elon Musk, like smoking weed, man. Like, that's. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Make that comparison, okay. Yeah, yeah you're an engineer, yeah, right? So, yeah, um, close enough, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I guess just to kick things off, Venezuela right. used to be one of the most prosperous, richest countries in South America. Yeah. And only in the last few years, there's been growing political instability and, and yeah. a massive economic depression with hyperinflation. Right. So since you grew up there, mm -hmm. what do you think, where did this come from? Do you think it was from Maduro? Do you think it was Chavez era or before that? Well, you know, there wouldn't be any Chavez or Maduro if like political figures before them uh, didn't like do the things that they did, man. Like they stopped caring about the people a long time ago. And when you have a demagogue as charismatic, uh, like as Chavez that comes right. in and as populist that yeah. comes telling people like, you know what, I'm gonna be better than them. I'm gonna give you all the riches, like the riches belong to the people, not to like these oligarchs and whatever. You know, you know how they are, man. Mm -hmm. like, so he started making all these promises and people became in love with him. He, and he was a really charismatic guy too. Like if you if you listen to his uh, speeches, well, the, most of them are in Spanish, obviously. Uh, <laughs> he was a really charismatic guy, man. Yeah, you can tell that like, this guy has something uh, special about him. Yeah. So yeah, but before that, like you know, like back then there was like this whole neoliberalist package in going in Latin America, like the Chicago school stuff. They were trying to implement like the free market and all that, and Venezuela did that too. Mm -hmm. the, and they stopped caring about the people. Yeah. Um, this is what happens. Right. This guy comes in and says, like, oh, I'm against that. I think the, the money should be done to the people, not to the market, not to the international market. And I'm going to bring that money back to you guys. Right. So that's what happened. Like, that's how Chavez comes in into all this stuff. Okay. Yeah. Do you think it would be that Venezuela would be in the same situation now if Chavez was still alive or no? Ah. Uh, it would probably be the same situation or worse. Really? Eh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because this this guy was crazy, man. He he was a bit of a, a how you say that like an egomaniac. Like yeah. He, he had a big ego. Yeah, yeah. And he started to like like the ownership of, of private co uh, properties and all that stuff. He started to like take it over for the state, and he started to accumulate riches and all that. And like you you can have a economic growth if you don't have competition, if you don't have a market compete with each other, if like the state is controlling everything, right? Right. So that's what Chavez brought to the game. Mm -hmm. That's why we are doing so bad right now as a country. Yeah. Right? Right. So yeah, I think I think we're being worse. Yeah. Now. And just to, uh, I guess, give for those who haven't done a lot of uh, research on mm -hmm. Venezuela, yeah. uh, Venezuela right now has an inflation rate that according to the <laughs> IMF and World Bank is expected to hit a million percent by the end of this year. Yep. Um, you guys are, 
uh, I believe Caracas is the most dangerous city in the world. Is it, it is. Uh, well, most murders uh, of any uh, capital city. Yeah, in the world it's like, I think it's like the most murders is between Venezuela and El Salvador right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's and, a lot. Um, uh, we are not even on war, man. Like, it's yeah. just like people killing each other. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, when I was writing uh, an article for the NATO Association of Canada, you put mm -hmm. me in touch with a bunch of Venezuelan journalists. Yeah. And that conversation well, conversations that I had, it was like jaw-dropping. Right. Um, one journalist told me that there are more murders in Venezuela than in Afghanistan. Yeah, and as and there, said, that's a country in war. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. there's been a long time in war, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's insane, which just goes to show the level of street crime that's going on. In exactly, and, in, and impunity too, man, because yeah. the, the crime goes without punishment. Yeah, that's what, punishment um, that's what uh, one of the journalists said too, was the level of impunity mm -hmm. is 98%. Yep. And I like that figure is just... It's crazy, man. That's why, like, I haven't been able to go. I came here to Canada like eight years ago. Yeah. I haven't been able to go. I wanted to go a couple of times because, like, I, I still had some of my family over there and all that stuff. Right. But last time that my dad went there, uh, he got pointed a gun like two days in in Venezuela. He was pointed. Yeah. He was like almost robbed. And man, my dad told me like, I thought I was there. I thought I was the gun. Right. He was crazy. So since then, like, he yeah. doesn't want anybody from the family to go. Right. Because like. This can happen to anyone, man. Yeah. Like, he wasn't wearing a Rolex or his, he wasn't looking like, oh, like, come rob me, I look rich. No, yeah, he yeah. was just a, like with sandals. Like, how, how am I dressing right now? <laughs> like, just sure. a normal dude in the streets. Yeah. And her, his thing. And yeah, it, this can happen to anyone. Right. It's crazy. Uh, was it like, it wasn't like that when you were there, was it? Or? It wasn't like that. No. Nah. Nah. So did, did uh, your family kind of expect that? It was going down, which is why you moved, or was it? Yeah, yeah, a hundred ten percent. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's it's crazy, man. Like, like from one day to another, things go downhill real quick. But yeah, okay. So I I actually want to talk about this because when Chavez comes in, he was elected in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. And started his uh government in nineteen ninety nine. Okay. And soon enough, he wanted to uh how you say that, like change the constitution. Okay. And he made it like by popular vote, et cetera. Like people didn't really care about that back then. Like they weren't too much into politics too much. Okay. And you had a political figure like Chavez coming in. He was a populist, demagogue, mm -hmm. really charismatic. So yeah, he got approved that change. And with that came like, uh, he can be elected as many times as he's, he wanted. Okay. That was one of the worst mistakes. Right. That could, we could have made as people in Venezuela right. and against the democracy. Mm -hmm. So that came in and then that gave in a huge ego boost. And that's when he started doing all these crazy things. He also abolished, because uh, we had a chamber of deputies and, uh, and, and senators. He abolished the senators. Right. And now it was easier to get like laws passed through just by the deputies, right? Right. It, before it was the deputies make the laws and then the senators reviewed them. So it was easier to make all these crazy rules that the government is making right now and do whatever they wanted to. Yeah. They also started to control all these chambers. They also started to control all the institutions. And well, now you see what happens, right? right. Yeah. Uh, so when did Maduro, well, Maduro came in the picture in 2013, but was he always yeah. involved in politics or he kind of just seemed to get out of, like come out of he, nowhere? No, he came out of nowhere. He was a bus driver before that. He was a bus driver? He was a bus driver. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Not to put down bus drivers, no, but that's not just to put seems, bus seems at all. very no, no, no. out of place. But I, I don't think the guy even finished his high school. Man. I don't think he finished that. Like, really? Yeah. How do you expect somebody with that level of education to uh, direct a country, like, yeah. like over a country, you know? It's, sure. it's crazy. That is wild. Uh, but the thing, like, he came to rise, like, he came to power because he was close to Chavez, and Chavez back then did like a coup d'état. He tried to do. Yeah. I I, I don't remember exactly when it was. I oh, think on like, Chavez. Yeah. No, yeah. like Chavez did a coup d'état on the government back then. Oh, like, I think okay. In 1992, okay. somewhere like that. All right. And apparently Maduro was really involved in the in that coup d'état, so like Chavez really appreciated that, mm-hmm. and he was really close to Chavez, and that's how. He kind of was elected as his like the guy next in line right. after Chavez died. You know. Okay, that I guess that does make sense. Yeah. So on the top, like your family obviously obviously left, mm-hmm. um, but you're obviously not the only Venezuelans who have left. And no. you guys are also, from what I've found out, I think you or someone else told me this, right. like going through a massive migration crisis. Um, yeah. An article I recently read said that uh, 400,000 Venezuelan migrants are in Peru who mostly came from the last year. Mm-hmm. Roughly 870,000 Venezuelans are in Colombia. In total, 2 million are in neighboring countries in the region. Mm-hmm. So, and even when I've noticed, yep. even out in Toronto, I'm hearing way more Spanish. I don't know if it's Venezuelan people. You could probably <laughs> tell by the dialect. And you you should accent. know by now the accent, right? You think, like, you think I would know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know my Spanish. Um, right. But like, th- these are numbers that are pretty much rivaling what happened in 2015 in Europe with the migration crisis with, with from Syria. the Middle East. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. And why do you not think it's being reported and how dangerous is this for Venezuela? You know, I ask myself this question every day and I, I want to ask you, I want to like redirect that question to you sure. because like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in conflict with this question. Like, I don't know why it's not. Right. I can tell you that before when Chavez was governing, he had a big lobby going on and he bought a lot of friends with the money from the oil, right? Yeah. So a lot of people didn't want to talk uh, bad about Chavez because he was the, he was giving him the money, right? You know. Yeah. And that's why like a lot of countries in South America reacted very late to the crisis in Venezuela okay. because a lot of them were supported by the Venezuelan government back then. And there was they're still going like this whole conflict in Argentina with Kirchner, the previous president. Right. She's now going into a trial because he was getting money from this uh, company, Odebrecht. I don't know if you heard about this. No, I don't know. It's all connected between the Venezuelan government and this company in Brazil. There's a lot of stuff going I, I, I'm not an expert in this case. Oh, uh, was this about, it was something about building, mm-hmm. I thought it was like train stations or something. Weird yeah, like it, it, it was a lot of like- uh, Infrastructure yeah, stuff. Infrastructure okay, I think stuff, I yeah. briefly heard about yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's this whole case going on right yeah. now, but yeah. I think part of the reason too why it might not being uh, why it's not being really covered in the media that mm-hmm. much is uh, I think it's also like, they're not showing up on shores, you know, like e- like like they okay. were in Europe, but it's I, yeah, like it's not as I, I don't know. Maybe people just see South America as being very isolated versus the Middle East connection to Europe. Right. I don't know, I, but it's honestly, and you can make that. Uh, like the connection to some parts in Africa too. Like, th- like there's a lot of stuff going on in Africa too For that sure. we don't really hear about it yeah. because it's so far away, right? Yeah. So uh, I think it's like it's, it's it's a question of like people caring more about what goes 
no internet we're conscious not close to you but like far away because we, we live in a world man like we we have to care for each other right sure i like, and and i started to like realize this uh because i never thought that this was going to happen to venezuela i never thought so you never thought what that, that it was going to happen in venezuela that it was going to be this bad this bad this bad you knew it was going to be bad but you didn't it, think yeah we knew bad. that it was going my dad he he knew like really eh? yeah okay. really early and that's why i'm glad that like he made the decision to come here like yeah. in early because like people are like trying to escape right now with whatever they have they're yeah. living they're living their houses yeah. empty in venezuela yeah and getting whatever they they can to cross the border and yeah. try to find a better future yeah it's crazy yeah no it's it is wild yeah what do you think is going to take for there to be change? Like there was an assassination. Well, there I don't know if there it was, was an assassination like was, them, yeah. was that a legit assassination? I, I don't that, know. With that these drone people, that yeah. exploded in the, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it was, I don't know, man. It's like, the case is just. It's very weird. It's very weird. And I, I don't know if. Uh, like did, did he blame the Americans uh, for that or did, something? Like yeah, that? yeah, of course he did. Yeah, of course. Of course yeah, like Chavez used to do that a lot as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know how it is, man. They they pick a, a like an enemy and they yeah. blame everything on them just to like avoid yeah. being like blamed for your own mistakes, right? Right, right. Yeah, but I don't know, like if that uh, if that was something like like they were, or if that was something that they were trying to do just to like get people distracted from everything that's been going on in the yeah. country. Because have you seen the videos? Like, have you seen like? I saw some of the things. Yeah. Right. So you saw like his ring of security protecting him with like some yeah. some blankets. It, it looks like, like cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> if you're if you're about to be murdered, what yeah. do you do? You run out of the scene. You try to get him out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't stay there with a like blanket or whatever Valid it is. Point. I would exactly. Get out. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm like, and you saw every, everybody else running too. Yeah. So, so why was he just standing? That's so suspicious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I honestly, but do you think even if you were to get rid of him, things would change that much? Maduro, that is? It depends how you do it. Because if that had happened, like if that assassination with the drone and everything, he would probably become a martyr. Ooh. And that's bad. That's scary. That's really bad. Yeah. And you only murder Maduro. There's a lot of other people in power like can come and take his take the control sure how many people support maduro actually you think <laughs> like actually yeah like actually actually because you know what well, like, i don't know they show footage of people at rallies of his and stuff mm, but you know how to do it right like they get people from everywhere in the country that are public employees they tell them uh, you know what you have to come to this rally or we're gonna fire you and you don't really? have any money yeah Damn. so they get these buses from outside of the capital and bring them to the capital to his speech or whatever yeah yeah it's crazy yeah yeah uh so he's also gone to pretty great lengths to try to give the impression that everything's fine in venezuela yeah. Yeah. and from controlling independent media and taking over um yeah media outlets basically and right uh, making it illegal for certain figures to be released, especially in regards to certain types of deaths. I read an article recently, or yeah. it was on a podcast, one of the two, that he made it illegal for hospitals to release, saying that uh, somebody died of starvation. Mm -hmm. So therefore, there's no starvation in the country. Yeah. What like Everyone knows what's going on. Why yeah. is he so persistent in trying to show that it, everything's fine, you think? 
that's something that these type of people always do, like the terrorists always do. And something like happened, you know, with the emigration of Venezuelans that's going on right now, this whole refugee crisis. Well, I don't know if you consider a refugee crisis yet, but well, it is a crisis. Like, yeah, people moving outside, like so many people moving. So there was this case about like 500 Venezuelans that went to Peru and said that they wanted to return back to Venezuela because they were being uh, insulted in Peru and all this stuff. Yeah. Where in reality, there's been two million people moving outside of the country and they just showed these 500 people wanted to go back to Venezuela, which obviously they were paid by the government to like, to come back and do whatever they want in Peru. Okay. And they only showed these 500 people out of two million people that have emigrated. Yeah. So, I don't know, like some, something they're conscious like they're trying to make themselves feel better i don't know really what they're trying to do with that mm-hmm. the, like I, I will understand a couple of years ago when chavez was in power and like, like every like there were some countries that seemed to support him but right now like, it doesn't really make sense man. like it doesn't for me it doesn't make sense but i think it's just for them to show show off that show off that like they're still trying to make some good out of it right yeah with the number of migrants and stuff how much is this having effect on the demographics of Venezuela? Like, is, demo- is Venezuela a very young country? Or it is. is it? it is a very young country, and yeah. I searched the demo- demographics uh, like not that long ago because I was curious about that. Like, all yeah. these people going out. Yeah. In fact, the population has been increasing. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. I, 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 yeah, I think you know why. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. It just seems for such chaos you just didn't you expect the population to go down right? Think, right yeah exactly especially the number of murders and exactly stuff, so yeah wow, yeah but somehow it's going up wow <laughs> okay how do you think the media in venezuela is having an impact on the population or is it not having it at all because the government right is now none because no. like the government controls pretty much everything yeah and whatever media remains uh they're trying to abolish uh their right to express themselves by saying like, oh, you haven't, uh, you haven't followed the laws or whatever, whatever excuse they can make. Okay. Because the less the people know, the least they can do, right? Mm-hmm. The, the more, the less they're going to be informed about everything that's going on, they're going to be in the dark. That's mm-hmm. what the government wants, right? They don't okay. want the people to react against everything that the government has been doing, but for the country. Right. Yeah. So, and it's the same case internationally, like. The, the least the people talk internationally about the case in Venezuela, the least people are going to start talking about how we can help Venezuelans and take actions on, yeah. on everything that's been going on, right? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Since you have 870,000 people from Venezuela in Colombia, so mm-hmm. like those are huge figures. Do you think yeah. other countries in South America are going to get involved? Well, Colombia is trying to get involved right now since the population increased so quick because of all the Venezuelans start going there. Yeah. And it's funny because they had elections a couple of weeks ago, like, and the main thing was the Venezuelan immigration, mm-hmm. the main talk. And they were talking about, oh, how are we going to deal with so much Venezuelans, like with the job, everything, all the crisis. And they're trying to get the government to accept uh, humanitarian help, the, the Venezuelan government. But they say no. Because they still want to like get that, give that image that right. they are doing good. The impression yeah, that everything's exactly. fine. Okay. And now, you know, like people are dying. And yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just, it, I mean, the, in the Middle East, you saw Iran get involved in Syria and Iraq and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it just it kind of popped into my head. Okay. What would you, uh, huh? There's so much to talk about. I don't even know where to begin sometimes <laughs> with Venezuela. 
<laughs> oh yeah, there's like so much stuff going on. Yeah, tonight. it's just yeah. uh, it's never ending. But I mean, one of the biggest issues I think, like you guys had that oil money in mm-hmm. in like the early two thousands, late nineties. Hey 90s, man, right? we we have to make more than Saudi Arabia. Like we have more oil yeah. than them. Yeah, yeah, you guys were balling in the day. Yeah, but the especially the, when the oil was the highest in right. history a couple of years and, ago. And uh, think they put ninety five percent of all of the government's money into oil. I'm pretty sure yeah. I read that somewhere. Yeah, the main export, Venezuela the, depends purely on oil yeah. right now. It used to be like we had some like agriculture and like some services, but now when Chavez came in, it was just oil. Yeah. That was like the main focus. That focus. And that's the worst thing you can do for economy. Yeah, yeah. it needs to be diverse for Exactly, sure. yeah. So the people are obviously massively suffering, but the what are the consequences of sanctioning Venezuela? Is it really hurting the government? Is it, is it really putting them in their place? Well, look a picture of, of Maduro. You think he's suffering? No, of course not. He's fat. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's still eating good. He's still, yeah, yeah. I probably, maybe he's sleeping good. I don't know, maybe he's doing some, like, whatever, it helps him to sleep at night. But yeah, I don't think it affects him a lot. Like, they still have control of the country. They're still getting yeah. money. Yeah. And they're still selling oil. So, right. Yeah. So it's really just the people yeah. that are getting No, with the it. people are... Yeah. Uh, I mean, from the sanctions, no. Oh, it's just from everything else that's been going on that is screwing over the people. Like all the things that the government has done in the past and now, is what is affecting the people, not the sanctions. Hmm. The sanctions are going for individuals in the government, so that doesn't really affect the people at all. Yeah, yeah. What was your experience growing up in Venezuela, though? It was nice. It was awesome. Yeah. It was a yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, sti- I still love Venezuela. Like uh, I'm also very proud to be Cana- Canadian, and I'm very proud to be here in Canada. Like I made, I met some great people being here. Sure, yeah. Like you, man. Like oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> You're one of the greatest I met, man. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, like we're in Venezuela was a really unique experience because same as Canada, you had a lot of immigrants from other countries, especially after like Second World War. Like a lot of people from Spain, people from Germany, Italy. Portugal, and even when back then, like in the 70s, when there was a lot of dictatorship going on in South America, and Venezuela was like the perfect example of a working democracy, you have all these people from other countries coming to Venezuela. So you have like all these guys from different countries, all these people, and just to experience that. And the Venezuelans, the Venezuelan people has always been welcoming to others, no matter where you come from. Uh, it's kind of like a similitude that you can make with Canadians. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it, it was it was pretty nice like growing up there. Like I had some really fun memories from from my country. Yeah. Right. You probably didn't. You obviously didn't experience what it was like then. But were there still some lingering issues when you were in Venezuela? Like, did like you pro- like did you have friends who who were I don't know like robbed on the street or stuff like that? I know it's a very direct question, but I I did like until later years before I I came I moved here to Canada. Uh, I, I fortunately for me I didn't have like had to go to any of that. Yeah. But yeah, even like close family like getting rough. My cousin she she got rough like my my aunt she was leaving her for her work to my cousin, and some guy in a motorcycle came with a gun and said like oh give me your cell phone. Right. And like sh- yeah she gave it the cell phone and like my <laughs> my aunt started like chasing the guy in the motorcycle mm-hmm. out, out of no reason really? but yeah there was this like it happened two or three times with my cousin yeah yeah and friends too like they told me a couple of times so even like a friend of mine had his dad kidnapped 
for a week. Whoa. And that was like the usual, like, it was normal talk in Venezuela. Really? Uh, we, we made jokes. It, it sounds bad when we make jokes of that because it's like, that was, it's yeah. how you can deal with it. Like, what else can you do when impunity yeah. rules in the country? Right? Yeah. I guess it's, humor can kind of help in that situation. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you do, yeah. It was, the yeah, the uh, few journalists that I had spoke to for that article, which I'll actually throw in the caption if anyone's interested in reading, but right. every single one of them said they were robbed. Every single one said that they knew mm -hmm. someone kidnapped, uh, yeah. assaulted, and it was, and they talked about it as if it was just normal, so normal. Yeah. And I'm, I'm listening, and I'm, I'm almost like <laughs> shell shocked from just some of the stories they were saying. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this? I remember one of them told me that there are, like, I guess in some towns, some areas in Venezuela, mm -hmm. that people pretend, especially men in certain villages and towns the the law enforcement isn't there so they try to act like they're the police right. officers and they dress up like they're police officers they're almost like paramilitary police right. officers like, that's a thing or yeah it is yeah for real yeah yeah because uh, i mean you have to take action right like sure. if nobody else is doing something you you yeah. have to do it right yeah that's crazy though because like a lot of them are saying that also causes problems because it creates a, almost um, a mob mentality of just dudes hanging around and they will well, just falsely or no well yeah exactly that that is a problem and mm. also you also have like the gangs in venezuela that right. control uh certain places around venezuela yeah and you know how it works well i don't know if you know how it works i hope you don't i hope you don't <laughs> okay so the thing with these uh, gangs is like they control certain banks in Venezuela and they offer you a fee, so you have to pay them. Yeah. So you are secure in, in that area. They're gonna protect right. you, but you have to pay them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because like police don't longer control that the place, the, the military in Venezuela don't longer control the place, it's the gangs. Yeah. So you're dependent on these people who... To protect you. Yeah, and who has no law besides like their own to protect you, exactly, it's crazy. Yeah. 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 Oof, jeez. Yeah, I mean. Putting your hands in, <laughs> in somebody in groups like that. Yeah. Uh, or your faith. Did I say hands? I don't know what I'm I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but rigged elections, too. Um, like, of course, all the elections, pretty much. I remember Maduro, what was it, last year or two years ago he had an election? Yeah, he won, like, like by 1%, 1 or 2%. Yeah, yeah, it was something yeah, ridiculous was, like that. Yeah. Um, one of the things that you, uh, I think it was you, or mm -hmm. it was another Venezuelan from okay. Guelph, posted on Facebook about voting in the Ontario election saying uh, how appreciative they were. That was me. That yeah. was you. Yeah, okay, that's what me. I thought. Yeah, man. And it's kind of crazy. I didn't really even think about that. Like the, the fact that you said that I think in your post that you wrote, if you were to vote in Venezuela, you are walking towards armed guards with guns yeah. and you never know if that polling station could be attacked. Yeah. Yeah. So how the hell was it? for you voting here after experiencing that <laughs> you, man like was it your first time voting yeah it was my well it's my second time voting I voted, oh, okay. I, there was a thing going on in Venezuela like voting for people outside of Venezuela because like there's so many people okay. and they tried to make like a parallel government nothing really ended up happening well, that, that's a different thing that we can talk on later sure but uh, yeah like going back to elections here in, uh, in Ontario it, it was so easy like I went to the school close to my house. I went with my grandma, he was, she was visiting. Yeah. It took me like, what, like a minute or two? 
in Venezuela, you have to do a huge lineup, stay there all day, bring your chair with your family. That's like a family thing that we do in Venezuela. Go boating. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I hear it like, takes you like one or two minutes. Well, yeah. at least here in Wolf, I don't know, in your case or yeah, in a yeah. big city, but yeah. it was so quick. I, I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is, this is how democracy works. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that must have been... Uh, must have been kind of a relief, eh? Yeah, it's yeah, just it like, was. Okay, so like, how long would uh, uh, the process in Venezuela take? So if you're bringing lawn chairs to, <laughs> to the oh man, I I remember because like I I went there once with my mom. I was a little kid and like. Yeah, we would, we brought chairs and like it was close to my grandma's house and like sometimes I go back to my grandma's here and then go back to see if my mom advanced in line a little bit. Oh, it can take for like three, four hours maybe something like that. Like it was a really long stay. Yeah. Too. And it was warm, like the Yo, sun, yeah. like oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was back when Venezuela was still kind of okay. Right. Yeah, like. It wasn't like the military, like watching you or anything. It was just you doing your lineup okay. and voting. Yeah. Were there armed guards or now? Like the last elections, yeah. Okay. And like, yeah, there's that's another thing. Like, there's been people saying that like other people going to the booth with you and making sure that you make the right vote. Yeah. Yeah. Like you must have a different, de definitely a different perspective on on voting compared to a lot of people oh, here. Because oh, yeah, I, definitely. Dude, I heard that's people just going. Ugh, I have to I have to oh vote after man, work. Man, don't get me started with that. Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> when I made that comment in Facebook, yeah, yeah, I had a a, a comment from I, I don't know this guy. I don't know even why I have it as a friend in Facebook. I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like this guy commented like, oh, why do you even vote? Like the system is rigged. Like you shouldn't be voting. Like, it, does, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Man, you don't know how lucky you are to <laughs> yeah. be voting in a democracy. And if you don't believe in that, take action or at least do something. Don't complain to yeah. me. And it's so, rigged, eh? Yeah. I mean, right. like, come on, man, come on. You don't, you don't know. You haven't lived. You don't uh, know, Rick. Yeah, you don't know. Jeez. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I remember reading that, and like, I, I've always thought voting is important, so it didn't affect me. But like, mm -hmm. I never thought about showing up to a place with armed guards. <laughs> it's, it's scary. It's scary, especially yeah. since you're gonna be voting for the guy that is gonna push them away, like take him out. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's, it's kind of scary thing, intimidating, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for wow. sure. <laughs> yeah, what um, what do you think the future holds for Venezuela right now, you think? I was, I was actually talking to my, who was it? I think my aunt about it, mm -hmm. where it briefly came up. And I was just like, uh, I forget what I said, but she responded back, well, you know, it can only, always get worse. And I was like, ah, nah. that's, that's pretty bad. <laughs> like, I mean, what, 100% impunity are we talking? Like, yeah. you know, what? I, do you think it could could get worse into a civil war if that is mm. what's even worse I don't think a civil war is going to happen anymore right no. yeah because I remember that was talked about that but the potential back then that, yeah, yeah it could have happened right now no I don't think yeah. there's a possibility yeah. so what do you think holds for their future with a million percent inflation and it seems the future for Venezuela seems really grim like yeah it doesn't look good right it doesn't look good but, I don't know, there's always hope, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. Do it's you crazy. think, uh, Chavez always used to have beef with the Americans. And I remember, <laughs> I think it was sometime in the 2000s. There was, oh, like that, there the famous some, speech about uh, Bush? Well, there was that, there yeah. was that. And yeah, there, I think there was an attempted protest 
but it wasn't really a coup. Yeah, 2002. Yeah, it's 2002. They took him away from power a couple of days, and then he came back because he was supported by like the military back then in yeah. Venezuela. Yeah, and there's a lot of talk that the Americans were behind it. Maybe I don't know, but uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Do you think America's ever gonna like? Uh, do you think they're gonna step in at all with Venezuela, or do I just hope don't so. care? I hope so. Really? Because like the only uh, the only thing that can happen to get out of this like this guy's target. I don't want to say a bad word. I'm trying to keep That's it. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. So the anything that can happen is an intervention. Intervention. Right. Yeah. yeah. A military intervention. That's the only way to get rid of them. It really? can happen. It can be by boat. We already tried. It can be by civil war because they control all like the. What do you mean it tried by like it's already tried by boat? What happened? By boat. Yeah. Well, the, the elections are rigged. They control the... Oh, sorry. I thought you meant get rid of them by boats. And I was no. like, I don't know what you meant, but I got a vote. <laughs> oh, you, oh. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. It's That's so okay. Okay, so yeah, it's not going to get done through votes. Democrat, democratically. It's yeah. not going to get through, so, uh, not be accomplished by a civil, civil war. war. No. So you think foreign military intervention? Yeah, civil intervention, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's kind of why I asked about... Uh, uh, like Colombia maybe intervening or something like I that. W- I, w- I don't think Colombia is going to do it. No, uh, but it seems big country. Yeah, yeah. it had to be the States. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, in that case. Do you think it's going to happen? Oh, uh, well, with this president, I don't know, maybe. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't want to get too much into Trump either in this, uh, yeah, in no this doubt. podcast, but yeah. It's like, not really about him, I was just... Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, but who knows, maybe. <laughs> wow. Maybe. Because if that doesn't happen, it's just going to be a status quo. Like, countries are going to say, like, oh, poor Venezuelans immigrating, but it's just going to remain like that. And we're going to have another Cuba. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, do you think Canada can do anything? Not necessarily government, because I mean, it's just hard to kind of yeah. infiltrate Venezuela, I guess you could say. Uh, and I don't really mean that, but like, uh, Canada's always known for giving aid. Do you think citizens you know what? can that's, donate? That's or? the best way you can help out Venezuela right now by giving aid. Really? No, right now you can't do it directly to Venezuela because the you know like the government is not taking any help. They're yeah. trying to like still be like, oh, we're doing good. We don't need yeah. help. But like people that immigrating to Colombia, to Peru, to Argentina, to all these countries, certainly you can help help to whatever organization is helping them out, right? Okay. And and I don't know like whoever is listening to your podcast right now. They can probably search up. I might like send you some links or whatever. Sure, yeah. I can see how can we can help out. Yeah, yeah. And like we also have uh, all our like the organization here. In oh, that's right. Yeah, I think they're gonna be doing something for Venezuela this year. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can like send you a link or something. Cool. So just for your your listeners. Yeah, and I can throw that. Yeah, up like on the that's caption. the best way you can help out Venezuela right now. Like giving aid. aid and like um, and speaking about it. Yeah. Because, like you said, like, not a lot of media, especially here in Canada, are covering the situation in Venezuela. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I actually didn't uh, even think about giving aid necessarily, necessarily to, like, uh, refugees and migrants in right. Peru or, or Colombia, because I always thought, oh, yeah, just Venezuela, Venezuela. But in my yeah. mind, I was thinking, well, the government's going to take a cut of that. You exactly, know? yeah. So, huh. And like wow. a lot of importations that come from other countries to Venezuela, it just stays there at the port. Yeah. Because the, I don't know, the, I don't think the government are really interested in get the, getting them out to people. Like they're trying to get a business out of that. Right. Too. Like, yeah, it's it's insane. Like everything yeah. that's going on, it's crazy. It's heavy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Tell the viewers about the mining companies. So, how many mining mining companies are in Canada? Do you know? 
God, I don't know. I like sixty percent of the mining companies in the world in Canada. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think it's like forty. Forty percent. Yeah. Well, the majority is in Canada, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of them are in Venezuela, like taking out the gold and all those natural resources, like the mining resources in Venezuela, and they're doing business with the government. We have a national assembly that, luckily enough, is governed by the opposition, mm-hmm. even though the Venezuelan government doesn't recognize it anymore because some more stuff happened there. Maybe we can talk about it. I don't know, I don't know if we have time. It's fine, yeah. Yeah. So you have these mining companies doing illegal business because the, asa- the National Assembly in the country said that, no, you can't do business with our government right now. It's an illegitimate government. Yeah. They are no longer governing. Right, so it's illegitimate government. Yeah, so, so whatever business. business you are doing right now is illegal. Okay. I don't know why the Canadian companies, or I don't know why, like almost none NGOs have talked about it. like Mind Watch or whatever other NGO we have here have not wow. talked about that case. There I'm surprised. Maybe, loophole. maybe, maybe they have. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But I'm really curious about this. Like, why hasn't been talked about? Yeah, I don't know anything really about that. To yeah. be honest, definitely kept in the dark about that. If that's the case. Mm-hmm. So it, it's that kind of stuff, like. I don't know, it's like the media is not covering anything, not all the NGOs, uh, at least here in Canada, not really like mentioning much about Venezuela, so. Right. Um, yeah. It's, we, we have to do something, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> there has to be something that we can do, right? Yeah. As, as Canadians, like, sure. to help out Venezuela. Yeah. And not, not just Venezuela, whatever country that's going to do the same thing. Nicaragua right now is going to yeah, a really bad stuff. Yeah, hellish time, yeah. Yeah, so whatever we can help out, we have to do it. We have in a really special position here in Canada that we can afford to give that help to other countries, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know why uh, South America sometimes ignored. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it it don't really know is. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah. Like, not a lot of people, <laughs> like, it's not that that far, and a lot of people don't really know about what's going on in South American politics or Central American politics. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I, hope, I hope that, like, people, I don't know, man. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, a lot of... S- I guess South American politics stems from like that s- kind of softer socialist left wing populism sort of stuff. Yeah, but it goes haywire. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems to go haywire. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's funny. Oh, like another topic that I wanted to talk about, if you don't mind. Yeah, that's okay. So going back to the post I made about how lucky we are and all this stuff, I also made another post about Doug Ford, the, okay. the guy that was recently elected. Yeah, and. Somebody, I, I don't know, out of nowhere, he started talking about like the NDP and being from the left, and the left is gonna take Canada to to a position similar to Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's going on in your mind, man? <laughs> like, it's not that's not the case. Yeah, yeah. That's not the case. Canada is an example of a country where socialism socialism actually works. Sure. Venezuela is not socialist. Venezuela's communism. Do you really think that? Yeah, it is. Okay. They sell it out of socialism with communism because really? the government controls everything. Everything. Everything in the market, the private and the public sector, they control everything. Okay. That's communism. And sure. they control how much are you being getting paid by. That's communism. It's not socialism. That's like true. here in Canada. Yeah. Right? So they actually control how much employees get paid. Well, they're giving a like a like a ID card. So you can get this much money and out of your bank account and you can afford this much food by okay. the week or by the month. I don't know, I don't know, I'm not really sure how it works. But it's something really similar to what they have in Cuba, right? Like they have like their car and you can get this much 
in certain time. So that's communism. Wow. That's not social socialism. Right? And like you, you have traveled to like you've been to like a few places. Yeah, sure. you've been to a few places, <laughs> uh, especially like Sweden, yeah. Norway. Those are countries that like you can say are socialist. Yeah, in yeah, some way or definitely. another. That's how that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. You have free healthcare system, you have free education, but at the same time you got a private a strong private sector that helps with the economy to grow, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. And so so people are mistaken with that and like uh, I don't know, it's it's interesting silly. points. I mean yeah. you would definitely know better than I would. I've just always heard socialism being associated with Venezuela more so. No. It's it, just it's just like how they want to sell it out like right. everything else. Yeah. 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 Huh. Wow. It's, it's crazy. So, yeah, I just want to get that out there for anybody that thinks that Venezuela is a socialist country. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's and uh, anyone who uh, says that voting is a waste of time uh, <laughs> or 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 uh, thinks systems are rigged. I mean, or come on. Who, yeah. Just listen to what he just said. Please. <laughs> please. And if you believe that the system is rigged, Man, do something about it. Uh, yeah. Don't don't just complain your social media. Don't just complain uh, in a post like some random Venezuela guy made. <laughs> like just do something about it. Don't sure. stand there. That's sure. what we have to do, man. Yeah. We no, have to we, we have to take a stand, man. Like we have whatever you believe in. Yeah, like I mean, depend. I wouldn't say whatever you believe in. Well, okay, I okay, always okay, think no, those okay. are very dangerous <laughs> words to say. Yeah, no, but you're uh, right. yeah, you're I mean, right. if you um, yeah, I've just always found uh, it, it just can't compare things to to uh countries that are truly rigged you know exactly. as you said so exactly especially if you haven't lived in the same situation that other people have lived in yeah, yeah it's not even close. make that comparison yeah exactly Alrighty. you're right you're right mark <laughs> <laughs> try to be not always <laughs> dangerous dangerous uh topics to dangerous on, topics yeah, yeah yeah anyways yeah uh yeah i think that's i think that's all i got for you awesome all right cool well uh, thanks for doing this. This was an enjoyable conversation. Yeah, it was. I'm, I'm really happy that you had me over. And you, I, I just want to remind people again, whoever is listening, to, you know, try to help out Venezuela in whichever way you can by spreading the word out yeah. or, or send, sending some aid to those countries that are helping out receiving Venezuelans uh, emigrating outside of Venezuela, right? That, cool. That's the best thing you can do for now to help out Venezuelans. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks again. Awesome. Thank you, man. And... Uh, yeah, let's wrap this up. So uh, please check out the Markson Podcast, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on all those. And uh, yeah, uh, do some research on Venezuela. I'll throw in some articles in the caption and maybe find some NGOs for you to donate to one of the most <laughs> dangerous places in the world So yeah. to help the people who are suffering in them. So anyways. Thanks again for listening, and we are out of here.